Hey, everybody, this is Jason Oltoff, and I'm here with Ty Taylor again, and we are at our Coffee and Business podcast, and we're excited to always spend, uh, spend a few minutes, you know, talking uh, over some things that, that come up in our lives, you know, quite regularly, you know, things that, that um, it's just good to talk to somebody else about, you know, just say, hey, you know, well, what's going on here? What are you reading? Uh, how are you getting involved in your community? What's going on in your neck of the woods type things? So, so today I am excited because one of the topics that we have tonight or this afternoon or whenever it is that you're listening to this is how to get involved in your community. And that's what Coffee and Business Podcast is about is building community with uh, coffee. I always call coffee the, um, the great equalizer for anything. You, you grab a cup of coffee and you can literally talk about anything and you make instant friends. So it's, you know, combining our coffee and our business together to create community and stuff. So that's why I'm always excited to be able to share on this podcast of what we do and what I do and what my community does uh, to give back to the, to, the, to the city that we live in, how we can be a part of that and really take it to that next level. So with that, Ty, I'm going to just introduce you. Uh, um, if you want to kind of start off a little bit, uh, uh, share kind of how do you get involved in your community? You're up in a different area than I am. You're in an area that's a touristy area, especially right now. I mean, we got millions of people probably visiting Montana, and a lot of them are going to your area. So, you know, what are some things that go on in your area and how can people get involved in something like uh, to build community? Yeah, definitely. And, and I'm still pretty new to our, uh, our community, but, and we were kind of laughing about this uh, before we hit record, but I bet a lot of the people that were vacationing uh, up here in Kalispell this week were wishing they would have chosen a different week because it was hot. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening had the same experience, but um, yep. yeah, I, I think it's really important to get involved in your community. And it's something that, um, you know, I can remember doing from a very young age. And, and I, I think more or less, I, you know, it was modeled to me um, by my parents a little bit. My dad was always a, um, our baseball and uh, youth football coach. So, um, you know, that always involved some aspect in fundraising and, you know, going to different board meetings. I can remember tagging along with him to some of those like, um, we weren't actually in official little league, but you know, it was some version of little league and we'd go to the coaches meetings and, um, you know, that's just a group of parents that are getting together to, to try and support some sort of community effort, um, and, and help, help develop some of the youth. So, so, you know, I, I really saw that and, and just, you know, it was kind of normal to me, uh, in, in some respects, but really, um, the first, uh, real way that I got involved was through a, um, like a local organization in our high school. Um, I, I think I've talked about being involved in the future farmers of America, um, in, in high school. And so, uh, that, that there's a big aspect of, um, community service in there. You know, we would do different community service projects, uh, but just really learning how to work together as a group. I served as like a chapter officer in that for several years. Um, and, and we always had some aspect of how do we engage with the community, uh, both to help our members, you know, provide different opportunities and, and to give back to the community, whether it was like a food drive or um, doing some, some sort of activity like that. Uh, but, but really that was the first step into leadership too, in, in terms of community service. Um, and I think that's a, that was a big um, transformational 
time in my life. Like, I'm, you know, high school normally is for most people, but um, <clears throat> after that, I got involved. Um, our our local school board every year. Uh, I think you could be either a junior or a senior, but at least our year it was a a group of seniors that could apply to be uh, like a student representative on the school board, um, and that was really interesting. I got a chance to serve as a school board representative. We didn't get to vote really, but we got to weigh in on on different decisions. They would ask us our opinions. And a lot of times, you know, it, it carried a lot of weight and it would influence people's, um, you know, the different board members votes. Um, but but that was really interesting to to be a part of something like that. All the board members were, you know, elected representatives from the community. And so it was just really interesting to see um, you know, so every every week there would be, or I shouldn't say every week there was a contentious topic, but you know, as most community boards or or whatever, there's there's always a couple of times a year where there's something that people are upset about, and so you get the you know the big line out the door of people who come and and give their couple of thoughts to the board and and whatnot, and so it was always interesting to see. Um, <clears throat> usually, only people get involved when they're upset about something or something's wrong. Um, you know, they would come and and they would give their thoughts and somebody else would give their thoughts and it might be different. Um, so so that really formed my um, opinion on how to be involved in your community. And and I really took away that you need to be actively involved that, you know, at all times, you can't just speak up and say something when you don't like what's going on or when something's bad or there's some sort of, um, you know, I look at it a lot from you know, whether it's a county commissioner group passing some different ordinance or city council or even at the state level, you know, they're trying to pass a law of some sort. And everybody likes to get involved only when <laughs> something's on the chopping block that they don't like or something's proposed. Um, so so I think that being active and being involved before that and having a good relationship and understanding what those groups do, um, because I think the other thing I really learned is being in those leadership positions. Um, it seems like, you know, it's hard enough to get the leaders, you know, get people that want to step up to be leaders in those groups, but it's really hard to find people who want to be actively involved to do some of the work of it. Um, I, I'm sure that there's a lot of people who've had experiences with nonprofits that finding volunteers outside of the board members who are already <laughs> working a lot, you know, they, they spend several meetings a month, maybe four or five hours sometimes a month um, helping run the board meetings and and make decisions for the group um, and a lot of times there's not a whole lot of volunteers so I, I think the important thing um, from my experience is be active be involved but there is a lot of opportunity and so no matter what group it is or what you're interested in if it's you know uh, some sort of recreational activity that you want to support in your community or it's some sort of policy group um, there's lots of opportunity and and it helps when there's people um, pitching in and, and giving input consistently, not just when it's bad, because when it's bad, everybody shows up. If you want to be <laughs> that respected voice, be there, you know, through all of it and, and helping weigh in on, on some of the discussions. So um, that's kind of, I guess, some of the foundational things in terms of getting involved in my community. Um, and, and really learning how to, how to be a leader, but also what these groups need. Um, they don't always just need the, you know, quote unquote, 
board members, um, <laughs> you know, the big wigs to be there. They need everybody. Well, you know, you, you bring up some good points, you know, uh, getting involved and, and it's cool that you were able to do that, Ty, you know, as a, as a, somebody in high school and stuff, getting able or being able to uh, have the opportunity to sit in on some board meetings and, and participate and, and get your voice heard because a lot of times, uh, uh, people don't know where to go or whatever. So it's kind of nice that they were starting that in the schools because when I was growing up, they didn't do that stuff. You know, it's, you know, kids are, are not to be, not to be, they're to be seen, but not heard type thing. Yeah. And, we didn't, uh, we didn't follow that rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're ahead, to, uh, ahead of a lot of other people uh, because of that, you know, that, that they didn't follow that rule. But I do feel that, that it's a, you made a very good point about being involved through the whole process and not just when things are going bad, you know, or not when things that you just don't agree with. Cause I've seen people run for board um, uh, membership or whatever, or to sit on something because they don't like something, you know? And so that that's, and, and sometimes that's a good thing, you know, Hey, we need people that, that are going to be passionate about certain things, but if that's the only reason you're getting on that board and then you don't care about anything else that happens, that, that's probably the wrong uh, <clears throat> the wrong way to do it. There's other ways that you could probably uh, um, get involved and, and uh, see things uh, come out the right way, you know, for you anyways. But <clears throat> I, I had a, a question here that I just kind of wanted to, to ask you, Ty, which and then I can kind of ask it, you know, for myself, you know, even even here in a little bit. But coming from different communities, you're, you're new to Kalispell, Montana, which is up at Glacier National Park, busy area, a lot of tourists and stuff coming in there. How does somebody find some of these events? I mean, what's the easiest way for somebody to, that wants to get involved? Because somebody new comes to a community, how do they find their, these things? Are there certain websites that they can go to, um, people that they can contact? You know, how does that work up in Kalispell? Yeah, I think the, um, the, the way that I've started to get more involved, and I guess to, to kind of talk about some of the things that um, I've been able to do, we're coming actually up on our... Um, almost on our one year anniversary of living here in Kalispell. But um, our over at Epaga Home Care, we're big on being chamber members, active in um, the chamber. Uh, one of our founders, Inga, she's on a, um, I think a couple of committees uh, in the chamber. Um, <coughs> but we actually got a new uh, president and CEO of the chamber, uh, a couple of, well, I guess it was probably some towards the end of last year, uh, Lorraine, and, and I had the chance to go have lunch with her. And, and again, it was Back to the whole uh, people like to complain when things are inconvenient. I was <laughs> part of the lunch. I was complaining about some inconvenient things, um, <laughs> all, all in all in good fun. Uh, but she said, uh, "Well, why don't you join our uh, government affairs committee if you're if you're so passionate about this stuff?" And so uh, quickly, I found myself as a member of the government affairs committee for the. Sometimes chamber. it's best not to say anything, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. I thought I. You know, I was the new guy in town, so maybe I was going to have a, a little bit of a, you know, quiet, quiet entrance. But um, no, I've, I've really enjoyed that. But but anyways, what brought me to that idea was that um, being active, especially for business owners, um, being active in the chamber is a big thing. Um, that's kind of the the center to a lot that's happening in the community and in and, and ways that I find out about stuff that's happening. Um, like, I think you shot me a text about uh, a 4th of July parade asking if there was one in town. And I just <laughs> went to the chamber website to look. 
because uh, that's that's usually the best place to find um, information about that stuff. But even if you're not a business owner, um, some sort of an organization, whether, you know, we talked a lot about like the Kiwanis or the Lions Club or Rotary Club or, um, you know, maybe it's a networking group like CAB or B&G or biz to biz and anywhere that there's um, there's lots of these groups of people um, that like to meet and talk about their community. Um, a lot of them are like-minded people. They want their community to be better. They want to pitch in and, and help. And, you know, it's to some <clears throat> sense human nature, right? We want to, we want to congregate with people. We want to be a part of community. It's, it's part of who we are, right? We started, in little bands of, of tribes, right. Of people that worked for the common good and we all looked out for each other. And so it's, you know, my opinion is it's just part of our DNA. Right. And so it's, you just have to find, you know, it, it sounds maybe cheesy to say like, find your tribe or find your group, but you know, there, there's lots of them out there. And so um, it takes a little bit of research and a little bit of time to figure out, especially like coming to a new community who some of those people are, um, especially if there's not, maybe they're not as active online. You know, some of these groups aren't, they might have a website that's a little outdated. Um, Just, just asking around to some of the more prominent people that are active in the community. Um, And even thinking about like charitable or humanitarian groups, you know, um, Habitat for Help. What's, what's the group I'm thinking of? Habitat for Humanity. Humanity. Yeah. <laughs> so groups like that, right? Or, you know, maybe it's animals and, and you help at an animal shelter or something like that. But I think, well, in my experience, kind of like mine, you, you know, you get involved in one group and you start to meet more people. And this kind of goes back to last week's episode a little bit, right? The networking piece, you start to get to know people. You get to hear <laughs> about, oh, well, you know, maybe we're both members of this group. Um, and, oh, you know, I'm also doing this with this other group on Saturday. You want to come help out? We're looking for some people to clean up the park or whatever, whatever it is. Um, it, it just starts from getting involved in one thing. And so um, if you're new to a community or maybe you're newer to being involved in your community, you know, I think find a website or some sort of resource to see what's happening and just pick something to go to, um, whether it's a service event, it, you know, it could be just a parade or whatever it is, a business showcase, a job fair, you know, it's, it's amazing um, what happens still here in the real world, right? I, I made a prediction a couple of months ago that coming out of COVID, there would be this big swing back to um, old school, quote unquote, things like these events and um, community organization. Um, And, and maybe it wasn't ever that it went away, but people, lose sight of it it used to be this more importance of being a part of these groups and and helping pitch in and in your community and i think um we're starting to lose sight of that a little bit and and people don't place as big of an importance on on helping out your community or being a part of a group like this and it's important it's it's um it's tough to have a a really great city with um or town or county or whatever it is with awesome amenities. And that only comes from people volunteering and pitching in and being a part of all of this. And even if you've got just your one little corner of, of stuff that you like to help out with, you know, that's, that makes a huge difference. Yeah, I know. You know, that's, that's, uh, um, that's all 
the way to find out and get involved is really just be out there. I think you kind of hit on it, you know, and kind of lost four words there for a minute, but you know, you, you got to seek it out, you know, check out some websites, you know, if you've heard of a, a group or an organization or whatever, wherever you were from, get online and, and do a search. Maybe there is one in your local area, you know, like I said, maybe a Habitat for Humanity, maybe uh, something in the animal shelter, every place has a chamber, you know, or something similar, you know, to a chamber. Those are always good, good places. One thing that, that I look at when, when I uh, wanted to get involved in this kind of goes back to my coffee and business and, and the, the group that, that I started here is going to a coffee house, literally going to a coffee house to see who's meeting where, you know, you, you always find businessmen and women meeting in all these different areas and strike up a conversation, you know, uh, uh, talk to the people that, that own these restaurants and these uh, coffee places and say, hey, you know what, where do the business leaders go? You know what people know. So that's being proactive and, and asking somebody because everybody wants to help too. You know, that's why there's a lot of stuff out on Facebook, you know, hey, I'm looking for this. Uh, where do I go? You know, that's another good way to find out how to get involved in your community is get on Facebook and just ask the question, say, hey, I'm new to, to the local area. You know, what are some fun things to do or what are you know, some groups that are out there that are meeting and things like that? Um, I know for myself, um, when I was wanting to get involved in the community, because I haven't always been that way. I mean, I always wanted to. I just didn't know how to do it. So I kind of had to develop some skills over the last couple of years. But I, I couldn't find what I was looking for. So I started something. And that's when I started CAB. And, and it is uh, taking off and, and done very well. And it, it is something that's going to, I feel, going to go statewide and nationwide here in the near future. <clears throat> because I, I have CAB in a box. You know, it's ready to go for a lot of that stuff. But sometimes it is, you know, you've got to step out and say, hey, I don't see what I'm looking for. But this is what I'm looking for. If there's not anything here, do I start it? And how do I start it? You know, and those are some things that um, sometimes it's trial and error. You have to try to figure out what works. I was pretty fortunate with cab. You know, when, when I tried something, it worked. And then I tried something else and kept working, and kept working and kept working until, you know, where we're at two and a half years later and things like that is because um, people got excited. And I think you mentioned it just a moment ago, Ty, about, you know, getting involved and, and people getting back to giving back to the community because sometimes we get inward sent, you know, inward focused and it's always looking, Hey, what's in it for me then? You know, the, their favorite radio station, you know, W I I F M what's in it for me. And I think COVID uh, facilitated that at first. And now I think it's changing. I think we're going to be a hybrid, like we were talking about earlier, you know, a little bit of both, but I do feel people want to get out and start meeting again. And I think that's why some of our functions that we're doing here in the last couple of weeks have really been um, well attended just because people are wanting to get out and meet people. And they want to now give back to the community because COVID showed them a way that, hey, you know what, just through Facebook groups and different things like that online, you know, we're, we're supporting each other. We're supporting locals. We're advertising for each other. We're doing a lot of things that we might not have done before because the only time we ever told anybody about anything was if it was negative. You know, if I had a bad meal at a restaurant, I told everybody. If I had a good meal, I didn't tell anybody. Well, today you have a good meal. Everybody's posting it on the on Facebook. I mean, I, I've gained, I think, 30 pounds just by looking at the food you know, that's posted. You know, so, so I, I think, you know, there's a way to get involved um, just by using some of the tools that we already have at our, at our fingertips, you know, the chamber, the uh, go to meetup. That's another one. 
Mm. We don't have any here in Great Falls that, that operate that way, but I know meetup.com, I think is what it is. You can go there and look for different groups in, in different areas. And if there's not one in your area, you can start one. You know, there's things that are becoming popular that, that might not have been as popular a couple of years ago. And a lot of that, I think has to do with, with COVID and, and, and things like that. So, and even like, um, speaking of meetup, uh, like there are Facebook groups out there usually for communities, um, like here in, um, Cal spell it's called I think it's called flathead 411 Facebook group um, but basically it's just a um, a lot of people I think there's like 20,000 people in it but it's just kind of like a free-for-all posts about what's happening in Cal spell you know maybe somebody's having a yard sale or um, but it's it seems like it's just you know and and 411 you know for those that don't know was the information number right you call them up to figure out what's going on in, in the community. So, um, and, and I, our new franchisees over in Helena, I've been doing some research on the Helena area and they've got a bunch of Facebook groups too. It's, you know, Helena, um, everything about Helena or, you know, whatever these kind of groups that are just these free for all things. But, um, but yeah, I think those, there's lots of these resources out there. It just takes a little bit of digging kind of like you are saying. Yeah, no, no, definitely. And, and, you know, not everybody wants to get involved in, in uh, their community, but what I found, <laughs> you know, if you want to be in business and that's kind of what our podcast is about is business. So the people that are listening to this, you know, and I'm speaking to everybody that's, that's listening to this is these are just some ways to do it, to find out about some nonprofits that are there, um, how to volunteer, you know, all organizations look for volunteers. I sit on a couple of nonprofit boards and, you're right. The board members end up taking on all the responsibility because nobody wants to volunteer and stuff. So there's always volunteer opportunities. If, any, if there is a person in our community that does not have a way to volunteer, does not know about it, get a hold of us because I have places that you can volunteer and you will never, ever say that again. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, and the, the funny thing is, um, and I guess maybe it's not funny. It depends on how you look at it. But speaking of those board members taking on so much um, workload, is that's how you get board members that burn out so easily. You know, they are passionate about something, but then they end up spending, you know, it's almost like another full-time job in some organizations where, you know, if you're, you know, meeting weekly or biweekly or even monthly, um, it's taken several hours. And then you, you know, the board members are the ones that are doing a lot of the hands-on work. Um, it, it gets tough. And so, you know, it's, it's good for people that want to get involved to start in that kind of entry level and, and getting help. Um, but, but it, and, and I guess we kind of do it to ourselves, you know, those of us that do end up in a bunch of these commitments, uh, because, you know, there's the old saying of, if you want something done and you want it done, right. You ask the busy person, right. Not the person with nothing to do. So then you end up with somebody, you know, like yourself, you're on all these different boards and, you know, it seems like there's one every week on a couple of different nights a week. And um, it's great. I know you enjoy it. I know you wouldn't complain about it, but, but it is tough. And, and I think that there are people that want to get out and get involved more, but like you said, maybe they don't know how, um, or maybe they feel like, oh, well, it seems like they've got it handled. The board's full um, must mean that they've got it covered. Well, maybe there's like two or three board members that are like, all right, I, I need to step back guys. You know, I, I, <laughs> I need a little bit of break, but they can't because you know, what's going to happen if step they step up. back? Yeah. Yeah. So just, 
put yourself out there, especially business owners um, being in those leadership positions, I think is important. Yeah. I think uh, um, talking about the board board uh, positions and things like that, I know that's not uh, all that there is ways to get involved, but I do know on boards, you know, when we have three or four hour meetings and stuff like that, it's hard to recruit board members to work all day long and then give up an evening a month, even if it's just one evening a month for a four hour board meeting, it's just long, it takes you away from families and stuff like that. So you're right, we do get, you know, there's burnout and stuff. So we're always looking for for uh, bringing on new people and, and the volunteers and stuff. And, and I always strive on, on the boards that I run and stuff to uh, minimize those meetings because when, you know, when I go out and try to recruit new board members, I want to be honest with them, but I also want to show them that, Hey, our meetings are streamlined. You know, this is what we do and this is how we do it. And then there's time, stuff throughout the, the month that they can handle, but it sometimes is those board meetings that could be really, uh, really long, you know, and yeah. trying to streamline that, you know, cause board meetings, to be honest with you, is not a time to, uh, um, socialize, and find out what happened in your life, Ty, for the last month. <laughs> that is yeah. what the month is for. Me to call you up, yeah. Ty, and say, hey, Ty, let's go grab some coffee and let's catch up. It's not the time at a board meeting when everybody's there is at the end of a day and it's long. And it's just like, hey, you know what? Let's get our business done. Let's do what we need to do for the organization. Mm-hmm. And then we can have coffee outside of this. And that's yeah. kind of how I run a lot of the stuff that I do for that reason is because you know, I, I want to make sure that our board members build relationships with each other outside of the board meetings too. Mm. You know, so it's and, a long time. Yeah, I think the you know outside of the socializing aspect because that'll kill productivity um, every single time. But the other thing um, that I've I've been on a, a few different boards now, and and some of the ones that seem like they spin their wheels and don't get things that they want to get done um, is that the board members either don't realize or they just don't put it into action that there's work that has to be done outside of the meeting. Um, if, if you only think about that organization, when you're sitting in that, you know, that conference room, you know, you're going to have those four hour, five hour meetings that drag along. But I've also been on boards that are um, put in a lot of work before the board meeting and they come ready and prepared. And then that's when you start to expedite things and you get it done in an hour you get it done in two hours because you're not trying to get up to speed on on oh shoot what is this topic or oh i haven't looked at the budget but i've got all these questions now that i could have been asking all month the executive director um and and that's hard on them too you know they're they're wanting to get the meeting running and, and going so putting in that work and and even you know this um government affairs committee the that i somehow uh got myself wrapped up in the very first meeting I attended, I had to spend like four or five hours. Um, you know, obviously it was right in the middle of legislative session here in Montana. And so, um, it, you know, normally I probably wouldn't have to spend all that time, but I was catching up on all these bills that were, um, you know, that we were going to talk about and ask questions to the lobbyist for, for us here in Calspell. Um, but it, it just takes time outside of that meeting because if I was, you know, going to ask, Oh, wait, what is this bill about? Or are we in favor of it? Or am I in favor of it? What is it going to do to our business over here at Apaga? Or what is it going to do to other business owners? If you are asking those kind of questions in the middle of the meeting, um, it's going to kill efficiency. Um, so really the, the meeting, you should come knowing what you want to decide. I mean, not that you're, 
not that you're closed-minded or that you're not going to hear anybody out if if they've got a different way and it might sway your opinion but for the most part you should be educated on what's going to happen you should have asked most of your questions beforehand maybe informally talked with other board members beforehand and then you get there and do the business um and and i guess this you know i don't want to get too far deep into how boards run and unless you're okay with going that way but i think you, you know talking about burning board members out and and having less and less people that are excited about being part of the community um you know if you do find yourself in a leadership position in some of these organizations or community groups you know it's it's a big commitment and that's not something to be scared of but you know oh you owe it to your other board members and to the constituents of the of the group or the organization to to spend time you know studying it and, and being more or less an expert yeah you know i think that's uh, that's key you know i was talking about the social aspect of, of the board meeting uh, being killed but we do run into a lot of things you know where the budget gets out there or the expenditures get put out there and so everybody comes to the meeting and they say well why did we spend so much here why did we do this those <laughs> questions should be asked and answered beforehand because it's hard to put the CEO in that position or the executive saying, you know what, uh, you know, now she's digging through stuff to say, well, here's what happened and, and things like that. Here's the revenue that came in and, and all those things. And, and that's what should be done. So we should be coming in and say, Hey, here's what we spent. Here's what we brought in. You know, can we approve the, the budget or can we approve the, uh, the finance report, you know, and stuff and move forward because all that stuff already should be done. And, and I'm a, I'm a big uh, uh, proponent on coming prepared for a lot of that stuff because you're right in your instance that you're just talking about Ty is you're talking about the bills and stuff. You got to know and, and whether, you know, it goes with your decision or not, you got to know the ramifications of everything. So you're not coming there necessarily saying, this is how I'm going to vote and this is it. And this is why we're going to do this or not do this, but it's a matter of saying, Hey, I'm informed. So now if everybody's informed, then you can have a good discussion. If you're the only one that's informed and nobody else is, yeah, who knows where that's going to end up? You know, if yep. they don't understand, you know, well, uh, this is going to hurt the bill. Well, I still want to do this bill or whatever. Well, you know, it might hurt your business if you do it, you know, so it is good if everybody uh, comes in uh, pre prepared for the, for the meeting. So, you know, I, I appreciate that, you know, <clears throat> getting back on to um, getting involved in your community and finding ways to, um, get involved, you know, people that are new to community. I've been involved in Great Falls or been here since they involved. I've been in Great Falls off and on military career wise, and then uh, uh, civilian wise since 1987. You know, so what's that 30, uh, 34 years now, I've been around uh, this, uh, uh, this community and stuff, but I really didn't get involved until just a couple of years ago, because I was always trying to play catch up on things. And I, you know, if I didn't like something that I heard, I, I just stayed away from it and stuff. I didn't want to get involved because I didn't want to be the negative person that you were just talking about. But a couple of years ago, even before I started cab or actually, no, I take the back right when I was starting cab, I went to this uh, thing that they were just starting here in great falls called uh, city government one oh one to come and find out how your government works. I thought, you know what? I hear all the negative stuff out there. I never hear positive stuff. As far as I was concerned at that time, our government did nothing. They were worthless and they should not be having jobs and they should all be fired. That was my, <laughs> that was my thinking because that's all you ever heard, right? Yep. So I went to this uh, meeting and 
And it was a six month course, but it's only one night a month, you know, so it wasn't, wasn't long, but what they did, they brought in different organizations that were part of the city and they talked about uh, the budgeting process. They talked about the police department, the fire department, the uh, humane society, you know, all these different uh, organizations would come in and give us a, a talk, you know, kind of a share how they operate. And then they sat down and they said, okay, now you guys, we're going to have you do a budget. We're going to say we have X amount of dollars that you need to spend or, you know, a, a budget for. And these are all the organizations and these are the organizations wants. Okay. And literally, I mean, like, let's say it's a budget of a million bucks. Police department needs 600,000 because they need to replace the police cars and they need some help here. They need some training there. Fire department needs a new fire department, a new truck. Now you're up to like 6 million bucks, right? Yeah. And you haven't oh, even paid salaries for those guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was an eye opener. That was an eye opener for me. Cause I'm like, well, if the police department needs something, they need to get it. But if there's no money, you gotta, the budget committee has to sit there and decide what's the priority. Okay. So, Hey, this is a priority here. Then you have a police department come in and they say, here's why this is a priority for us. Fire department comes in and says, this is why it's a priority for us. Then you still have to decide which ones to go with or fund what programs and stuff like that. And I mean, it was just an, an eye opener of how that worked. And then uh, we had a city commissioner in there. His name was Bill Bronson. And um, hey, he won't mind me saying this because it gives a good plug for him. Uh, but I asked him, I said, you know, the people that come to the city commission meetings, the ones that had a complaint every single time there's a meeting needs to be here. Mm. And he said, Jason, they are the ones that will not be here because mm -hmm. that will take away their reason for complaining. And, and yeah. I thought, wow, that's, that's powerful. You know, uh, that the, they don't have anything to complain about. What, what are they going to do and stuff? So instead of trying to be part of the solution, they just want to keep continue pointing out where the problem is. And, and the problem is them, you know, they should be pointing back at themselves, but yeah. and those are just some, you know, some ways to, to get involved find out uh, how your community, your uh, community works, you know, go to a, a class or go to this, to the city or the County and say, Hey, I'd love to sit down and visit with some of the, the leaders here and find out where I can get involved. Neighborhood councils, another mm. great place that you can get involved in your community. If yeah. you have crime in your area, you know, if you got anything like that, those are great areas to get involved uh, in the community. Well, and, and, um, this will kind of quickly turn into a shameless plug for our deep dive series. But to some extent, this is, um, in my opinion, an issue of people not taking extreme ownership of their community, right? You've got all these people that, you know, they're the habitual finger pointers. And, and like you said, maybe nothing will ever be good enough or, you know, they'll never be a part of the solution or they're not interested in learning about how to make things better. They just want to point the bad things out. Um, you know, to some extent, the community members need to take ownership. Um, and I think, um, you know, I think we've lost sight of that in our society today. Um, even when you think all the way up to the, to the highest levels of the government and our elected leaders, you know, it's, it shouldn't be there as much as, I guess, to get a little controversial, as much as maybe some people wish that it was there, you know, they get to have all the power and make the decisions. Um, you, I have a little bit of empathy for them because it's the same situation, right? People only come when it's a bad, um, 
bad news for them and they are going to be complaining and say, oh, well, why are you cutting, you know, we asked for three fire trucks and now we're only getting two. Do you not care about the fire department? Um, but I had a, um, it was actually one of the members of the school board um, that I was on. I think he was the president of the school board at the time. Um, he ran, I think it was a state representative position in Washington. Um, and I had the chance to work on his campaign for a little bit of time. Um, and he actually got elected to be a representative. And I went and visited him uh, over in the state capital, Olympia in Washington. And uh, every state representative and senator, they get these little pink sheets, um, little cards every single day. And it's their entire day for like 12 hours detailed every 15 oh, minutes, a different group. And I, I don't want to call them interest groups, right? But you know, more or less every, you know, it might be the Washington fire chiefs and then, um, you know, an ag group and then uh, environmental group and the teachers union. And, you know, so it's like every 15 minutes, you've got some group that's mad about something. Um, and, and they're not all, you know, some of them are just in there doing some, you know, relationship building. But for the most part, every group has some sort of ask attached, like you said, oh, we need a uh, million dollars for this and we need $17 million for this. And, uh, oh, this bridge is falling apart and it needs to be <laughs> a big part of the budget. And, um, you know, it's, I, I guess I shouldn't complain because at least those people are being active in the process. But again, you've, you've got to understand how the systems work. You've got to be a part of it and take ownership in it, you know? And, and I think the people that are active in their community do, they take, you know, this extreme ownership, um, you know, like we're studying in the deep dive series and, and they feel accountable for their city or their town um, and, and they want it to be better. And so I think that's important if you view it that way, if you view it as like, you know, you own a small part of this, um, this town or this community. Um, and so you want it to be good. And so, you know, if there are things that aren't as good or that could be better, take ownership of that and and don't think I need to tell somebody to fix it. You know, that's, that's the society we live in today is I need it. Right. Somebody needs to fix it. I don't know who it is, but um, somebody needs to, well, why don't you be the one that's like, Hey, how can I be part of the solution? How can I fix it? Um, and, you know, pitch in. So again, shameless plug for our deep dive series, but you know, it's, it, it's a great, it's a great philosophy. And I think it ties into a lot of stuff, especially this. Yeah, definitely. And for that shameless plug, we do a deep dive on extreme ownership on Tuesday nights at six o'clock mountain time. So if you're interested in wanting to find out more about it, uh, we will uh, just put a comment down, uh, down below uh, after you're, when you're watching this or whatever, and we'll make sure we get you the link in order to be part of that. We are going to be on chapter two this next week, next Tuesday. So um, if that is something that you want to be a part of, make sure that you uh, put a comment in so we can contact you personally and get you the link in order to be a part of that deep dive. We appreciate that. So uh, Ty, anything else that you want to add? You know what we talked, we, we kind of did a lot of talking. We talked about boards. We talked about getting involved in the community. We talked about some networking things, how to, how to get involved in, uh, in, in groups and, and things like that a part of our, our time this, this evening. And, and I don't want to, you know, we've been going here uh, uh, just shy of an hour, about 45 minutes and stuff like that. So kind of want to wrap it up and bring it all home now. Um, so, so if somebody doesn't uh, know where to go, somebody doesn't know where to go uh, 
Chamber's a great place, right, Ty? Great place to, to yep. start anyways. Yep, absolutely. And, and you know, just to kind of put a little bow on all of this, it's it's important to get involved. Um, it's it's something that's very rewarding. It can be tiring at times, you know, if if you get overextended and involved in too many things. But, you know, in, in some ways, can you even be involved in too many things? Because it's it's giving back to the community. It's being an active part of, of the solution. And that's when you start to appreciate your community a little bit more too. And, and maybe you see less of the bad things and more of the good things because you understand the the people that are putting in the work and um, you know, it's never going to be perfect. And luckily it's not going to ever be perfect because then we would have nothing to do. Right. Right. <laughs> well, and, and it's, it's building that, uh, that relationship with the community, you know, it, it's not a matter of uh, um, really anything else. It's just building that relationship, you know, with your community, seeing the good uh, that's part of a community, because I think when you start building a, uh, building a connection, uh, with your community, you're going to start seeing the positive stuff versus just the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I'll, I'll tell you, I, I went to the bank today and I was going through the drive-through and, and I went and put my deposit in there or whatever. And, and uh, it's just cash. So it's just going to go into my account. And so she didn't know who, what my name was or anything like that. And, and she said, can I have your account number? So I gave her my account number and she said, Jason Oltoff. I said, yeah. She said, I follow everything you do online. I finally get a chance to meet you. <laughs> and yeah. that's building community. That I mean, that's really uh, getting known out there, getting people to recognize who you are. You know, it makes you feel good. It makes everybody feel good when, when you go into a restaurant and, and they know who you are. You walk into a store and you see somebody that, that works there. And there's this, that connection is like, wow, you know, somebody at Walmart actually knows me, you know, I'm, I'm excited or it doesn't matter where it's at, you know, but it does make everybody feel good. And so I always try myself uh, when I, when I know somebody's name. And so I'll always ask to, I'll ask somebody, you know, say, Hey, what is your name? If they don't have a name tag on. So they'll tell me, say, Hey, you know what? I appreciate that. I always like to know who I'm talking with and, and stuff like that, but it makes them feel good when you come in the next time and say their name. Yeah. And, uh, I got, I got a funny story because, um, and then we can wrap up here. So Ty, you know, I do a lot of, uh, videos out there. I do a lot of photos. I do a lot of selfies and, and I just do a lot of crazy stuff, you know, for the first time type thing. And, and yeah. I took my, uh, uh, he's my son-in-law now, but at that time he was not, I took my kind of a, for bachelor's dinner type thing. And we're at the restaurant too. And, and, uh, we're just sitting there and the waitress comes up and, and I said, Hey, <clears throat> when you're done there, can you take a picture of us? You know, cause I, you know, I either you do a selfie or get somebody to take a picture and, and he yeah. leans over it. So John leans over at me and says, Jason, you're married. I said, what does that have to do with anything? And he says, well, I thought you wanted a picture of her. <laughs> so I said, no, I didn't want a picture of her. I wanted her to take a picture of us. But I thought it was kind of funny because I'm always taking pictures and I just thought that was a normal thing. Hey, can you take a picture of us? I'll I'll do a selfie and we'll get it done. But he said, Jason, you're married. Uh, Why are you asking for her picture? (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. You know, and, and I've, I've kind of said this to you and I don't know if we've mentioned it on the podcast, but you get involved in so many things like you have, and especially, you know, the longer you've been involved and, um, especially in the business community and in the general community of Great Falls. And, and you start to get to know people and this 
tying back to the networking episode, you know, more people and, and you more or less can kind of become a local celebrity and, and that's fun. It's fun when people recognize you. It's fun when people um, know who you are and, and have a conversation with you. It makes the world feel smaller. It makes it feel more friendly instead of just going, you know, through the grocery store and, you just have your head down and you don't look at anybody and you don't smile at anybody. And then you feel like you're not a part of, of the community. So, you know, I think if, if you really want to get involved and in, ingrained in your community, if you listen to last week's networking tips and this week's uh, community, uh, whatever we're going to call this episode, <laughs> um, this is a good way to get involved. Yeah. You know, I was, I was just thinking, you know, we always talk about, you know, it's not uh um, it's not what, you know, it's who, you know, and it's really not that it's actually who knows you. Yeah. So that's really what it boils down to is who knows you, you know, uh, I, um, you know, cause you have the six, six degrees of separation, you know, uh, you know, somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. And it's when those people know you, um, that's when things start happening yep. you know, because they, you know, you build those connections with other leaders and, and then they introduce you to other people. And that's, that's how this whole, this all works. And, and pretty soon it's not a matter of, you know, hey, who's, the, who's that uh, uh, legal shield guy or anything like that? It's, hey, Jason, you know what? You got to trust that guy or whatever. And this is what he does. You know, I want them to know me, not, not necessarily my company. I want them to trust me so we can, you know, maybe take it to that next level. Yeah. But it is really a matter of, of me getting involved in the community, not so much my company getting involved in the community. Uh, you know, yeah, I want them to say, Hey, legal shield is supporting this or legal shield is doing this. That's all good. But it's also, Hey, Jason old tough is involved in a lot of things. You know, yeah. then we build those relationships. Then I share what I do, you know, and, and stuff. So, yep. so I think that that's powerful. So, so as we wrap up here, uh, Ty, um, anybody that's listening to this, watching this, uh, uh actually it's going to be listening. I will put some videos out there uh, from time to time, but it is on a podcast. So who's ever doing that, make sure you, you subscribe to our, our channel. Get, uh, get some of these tips. These are the tips that we bring to you guys. We want to bring value to everybody here. And, and if it's not valuable, we want to know that so we can find things that are valuable. So that's the other part. Put a note in the comments saying, hey, how about talking about something like this or whatever? Do that. Share our podcast with people that, that would be interested or whatever. Get more people to like what we do. And, and then another thing that we have coming up here in the, in the next few weeks, we've got a deep dive that we do on Tuesday nights, but on our podcast, we're going to start bringing on some guests that I think are going to bring some value to uh, each one of you that are listening to this. Um, we don't know what topics are. We don't know who all the guests are, but be looking forward to having Ty and myself uh, interviewing some people, sitting down, just having a cup of coffee with somebody and just uh, getting to know them a little bit and sharing that with you guys. So with that, uh, Ty, you want to add anything else before we wrap up? Um, I guess the only other thing where I think we're coming up on, I was trying to look, but it won't load. Um, we're coming up on almost our 10th episode, I think. So wow. maybe stay tuned. Um, we've got maybe some ideas on um, some fun uh, giveaways if you get involved. So uh, maybe we'll have an announcement next week of, uh, of, of some giveaways we can do and, and help our community too, the businesses in, in those communities and, help the people that have been supporting the podcast, but it's, it's been a lot of fun and yeah, let us know what, what you want us to talk about next week, but that's all I got to say. So I was going to smash that subscribe button and get 
involved with us. We love seeing you guys. You guys have an amazing day and just an amazing week. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. See you, everyone. <laughs>